Hey there, beautiful. Are you tired of the hustle? Feeling unappreciated? Saying yes when you should be saying no? Are you looking for your purpose and your passion? And what stories are you telling yourself that no longer serve you? Well, you are in great company. I'm Shirley Williams, and this is Becoming, your podcast for personal growth. Here, we will have empowering conversations about debunking our limiting beliefs, the stories we tell ourselves, and the unapologetic lives that we are meant to be living. Pull up your chair and come join me. Let's begin. Before we begin this week's episode, I want to remind you, if you are listening and you are enjoying this podcast, please leave a review wherever you are listening to it. Every review helps. I read them all. If you have ideas, if you would like to be a guest on the show and be coached, if you have something that you want to bring to the audience, reach out, message me, let me know. I would love to support you. This whole podcast, Becoming Real Conversations for Living an Unapologetic Life, is for all of us. And I want to keep the conversations going. They are real conversations. They are about living an unapologetic life. They are not perfect by any means, but they are perfect for this time. So let me know if there's something that you want me to talk about. If you have questions, if you just want to be a guest, reach out. I would love to hear from you. A good relationship starts with good communication. It is the key to all healthy relationships and we can all get better. We can all show up in the best way possible for ourselves and for each other. We are all meant to be in relationship. As humans, we are looking for connection and a big percentage of time Every day is spent communicating with others. It's a huge part of our day. Today, I want to talk about relationships and communication. So welcome back to Becoming Real Conversations for Living an Unapologetic Life. Have you ever found yourself either fumbling for the right words, afraid that you would offend someone, or not saying anything at all, but then leaving the situation and wishing you had said something. I know that I've actually been in both scenarios and neither one feels good. When I can say we can all get better at communication, I really, really mean that. My 20 year marriage ended because we forgot how to communicate. The little baby elephant in the room grew and grew until there was no space for either one of us except for the elephant. And we then needed to call it quits. Every experience sets us up for the next, right? Every experience is a lesson that we need to learn. And this was a big lesson for me to learn. And It's not a one-off. It sets us up. It's growth and evolution over our lifetime. Don't let certain situations or certain experiences keep repeating themselves. 
communication is a big one for me and it's a big one in any relationship and not just in romantic relationship but it's the one we have the relationship we have with ourselves um it's the ones we have with our friends with our family members with our lovers just the other day my partner said to me i wish you could be more clear that way i would know what you really needed instead of guessing I would imagine that the guessing what others need is exhausting. So here I am recording my thoughts on relationships and communication. Number one, let's be clear how we want to communicate with ourselves first, before we can communicate effectively with anyone else. How do we speak to ourselves? What are the things we say? What would we never say to other people, but somehow We say them to ourselves. Do you take time for yourself to learn your own communication skills? How do you like to be spoken to? What do you want to know about yourself? And how do you want to be seen? How can you appreciate and validate yourself through your own communication is going to reflect on how you communicate with others. Let's be honest with ourselves. Let's be conscious about the ways that we're showing up. And in turn, that's going to help how we share ourselves with other people. Number two, say what you mean. Words hold so much power. And I've gotten really used to pausing, taking a step back, even saying, Let's do this later. And we're going to talk more about that after. But we never know how someone is going to receive something. You know, if we're not intentional about it is about what it is that we want to say. So take time to really think about how you want to say something. And if you're not sure, ask. Somewhere along this journey, we forgot to remind ourselves that it is okay to ask for clarity. When did this happen? We don't need permission. If you're uncertain, just say to someone, can you explain what you mean? Because here's the thing that leads into number three. Clarity provides security. Don't leave room for others to start creating stories in their head. How many times has something not been clear for you and you've created this whole narrative about the situation and when clarity came in maybe it's like that evening or the next day or days later you kind of laughed and chuckled at yourself because you thought oh my god I I created a whole other scenario so let other people know what you mean and ask for clarity when we need it just the other day I was doing my morning practice It was quite intentional and I had mentioned that I was doing it um, to my partner and we're sharing a small space right now as we're, as I'm recording these podcasts, we're sharing a small space. So I had mentioned that I was going to do this morning um, practice that I had set out to do. It was for uh, Valentine's day for myself. So self-love practice and I woke up in the morning. I was a little bit anxious about where I was going to do it. And in turn, with me not speaking what it is that I needed, he abruptly left the space 
and went upstairs to the rooftop. We have this lovely little sitting area, which then didn't feel good for either one of us. All I needed to say was, could I have some space this morning? It's that simple. And somehow, not only are we thinking of stories in our head about other situations, we're like anticipating how it's going to go based on what we need because we're afraid to ask. So clarity creates and provides security. Number four. Let's talk hard conversations, and there is a mastery to having them. Let's say you have something you want to talk about. It's super important, and you're feeling afraid or anxious about how the other person might receive it. There are a few things you can do. Set up a schedule time with the person and let them know that you have something important to say. No interruptions. Turn off your cell phones. Carve out enough time. Take time and make sure that the other person is hearing you. We want to be heard. Ask for clarification. Did you hear me? Maybe even ask for, could you repeat what I just said, right? It's a therapy technique, this self-reflection of each other not only just ask for clarity, but ask them to repeat what it is that you just said so that they heard you right. You know, they're they're validating that they heard you right. And then give them the space to respond. Then you would reflect back what it is that you heard. And you would repeat that until both of you feel seen, feel heard, and feel safe. Number five. What do you do when things go sideways? How many of us have been in situations where didn't come out the way you thought it was going to and you started fumbling and you just kept digging a deeper hole? Stop. Stop talking. Take a break. Do something else. Whether it's something together, whether it's something apart, do something else. Then schedule a time to come back to the topic. There have been times when my partner and I have said, let's come back to this in a few days. There have also been times when I've said, we need to agree to disagree. I don't need to convince anyone of anything different. Number six, honesty. You have to believe full out that whoever your people are, that they are going to be honest with you. And this includes yourself and your friends. There have been times in my life where I knew in my gut something needed to be spoken and it wasn't. If the relationship is important enough to you, you will make sure that you communicate your feelings. Ask curious questions. Listen to the answers. This requires a willingness from both of you. Nonverbal communication, number seven. We often forget about this one. Our body language, our energy, our eye contact, all of it. Can you imagine speaking with someone with them on their phones or looking around or just nodding their heads? This happens all the time. 
The personal growth work that I've been doing lately has me focusing on showing up 100% for myself and in my relationships. If I would rather be on my phone than speaking directly to someone, then maybe that's not the right conversation. I should be sitting, looking at the person, eye contact, asking curious questions, asking open-ended questions, and being there 100%. If I can't give 100%, then I need to be honest about that. Number eight, listen. Feeling heard is so important. If you don't feel heard, what actually happens is we start to shut down. We hold on to stuff. We create our own narrative around it and it starts to fester. Don't hold that shit in. If something is bothering you, speak your truth. Go back to number two of having hard conversations because speaking your truth can be scary. Schedule a time. I can recall quite a few times where I created an entire dialogue about what I thought had happened and how the other person may have been feeling It starts with showing up. And if you don't do this, it starts to get weird. It creates bad energy. If you're anything like me, you are going to feel the change in energy. You are going to feel the shift in the other person's energy. Your energy is going to change. So before it gets away from you, just ask, hey, can I clarify something? You know, today when you said... X, Y, Z, this is what I was feeling. Is it true? And then listen. Number nine, don't rob them of their own experience. If someone comes to you and says, wow, I I had a really bad day today. Don't open up with, oh my God, my day was so bad. Let me tell you. Ask them what they might need at that moment. Or if they want to talk, I have been guilty of this. It creeps in. I don't even notice. But the more we pay attention, I can catch myself. And a lot of times I'll say, oh, no, sorry, you go first. You were saying you had a bad day. Do you want to talk about it? Is there something I need, you need from me? Can I do something for you? And then pause. All of this requires conscious awareness of being present and listening. Number 10, practice. Yes, having great conversations takes practice and it is a skill that you will develop over time. If it's new for you, it can be scary. In the end, we are all doing the best we can in any given situation. The way I have been practicing is that I will make notes. I will write things down of the way I want to say it so that I don't get lost in my words. Keep your questions open-ended and stay curious. If thoughts or other questions come into your mind as you're listening, let them go because if you try and hang on to them, somehow you lose focus of the moment, you lose focus of what the other person is saying. 
the magic is gone. You're going to ask them to repeat themselves. They're not going to feel heard. So let those questions go. You've got to trust at some point that if those questions were meant to be asked or spoken, that you will remember them again. Here's the thing. We can all be better communicators. And if you're looking for ways to build stronger relationships with your friends, with your partner, your coworkers, your children, then slowly start to implement some of these. Pick one at a time until you've mastered them and then slowly move on. Admit when you messed up. Rewind, go back, take time. It's only through the practice of communication that we're going to get better at it. If you notice that things are on repeat, if you're making the same mistakes, if you're doing the same things, if you're losing focus, all of those things, consciously, you've got to make space for change. And remember, we are doing the best we can. Stay open, stay curious. Ladies, until next time, keep going. You are doing an incredible, empowered job, and I adore you. Don't forget, if you've enjoyed this week's episode, do a couple of things. Share it with somebody who you think needs to hear this conversation. Leave a review. Even one sentence helps spread the love. I am on a mission to continue these conversations so that we can show up, so that we can be the women we are meant to be. These conversations are for me, they're for you, and they're for us. So thank you. Until next time. Thanks for joining me on the journey of becoming. Please make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Want more personal growth? Of course you do. Check out my website at ShirleyWilliams.com. Join the tribe and be the first to hear about my new offerings coming in January 2022. Also, don't forget to join the Becoming community on Facebook at Shirley Williams Coaching. Until then, see you next week. Be awesome.